0: So what are we talking about? Tell tell the dozen listeners at home what this catch-up episode is going to be all about.
1: So we're Oops, still geezer. in Florida. We're still in Fort Lauderdale from the wedding that we attended. And we decided to tack on several extra days to this vacation because we're nearing the end of the year and we both have time and figured why not. It's starting to get really cold in New York. So it's a nice Monday afternoon and we're sitting in the sunshine in Fort Lauderdale. And yeah, we left
0: New York. It was still somewhat toasty i mean fall had already hit but it was 60 60 degrees in new york starting to get cold yeah it was definitely at night it was dropping into the low 50s yeah. but we looked up the weather today and i think the high in new york today is 48 so as soon as we get off the plane i'm gonna have to change out of this bathing suit <laughs> and put some real clothing on before i step outside
1: so, figured we would chat about Florida, being that we're big into traveling, and we've both been to many different cities in the state, but I think every time we travel somewhere now, having lived in New York City, for me, over six years, you, your whole life, <laughs> a few breaks in between. Forever. <laughs> uh, the hustle and bustle is really starting to get to us, so now when we travel to different places, we start fantasizing about what life would be like living there, so... This trip in particular, you started looking up.
0: On Zillow. Yeah, I went to Zillow.com to see. Because I did something online recently where it did some sort of mortgage calculator to see how much we could afford or how much house we could afford. And I did it based on us buying someplace in New York City. And I think we need to make something like 2 to $3 million a year in order to continue to live comfortably after buying a home in New York City. It said, like, you can get... A one-bedroom apartment in a shitty part of town for five hundred and eighty-seven thousand dollars, and your down payment would have to be a hundred grand, and it would take you thirty years to pay this off.
1: It's quite daunting.
0: Yeah, so I shit my pants a little bit, <laughs> and then while we we're down here, I just pulled up Zillow. I started on Craigslist, but it's mostly rentals. But then I went to Zillow, and just sort of I let the map figure out where we were and just have it pull up houses. There are like three, four-bedroom houses that you can buy that are on some sort of man-made lake. Now, I don't know if the neighborhoods are nice or anything, but Mm. they're within a stone's throw of here. This is kind of a touristy spot.
1: We're right by the beach, so no complaining here. Yeah,
0: we'd be able to ride a bicycle to the beach in five minutes. Right? $160,000 for like a three-bedroom house. One floor, nothing fancy. It looks like a Florida house. You know, like a screened-in porch looking out on a lake that probably has crocodiles in it or something, or alligators. I don't know what they have in Florida crocodiles not alligators
1: Well where do you think you are
0: all right that was like that guy who got killed by the stingray
1: the australian
0: yeah that wasn't an australian <laughs> accent at all was it i couldn't couldn't muster those yeah so we we typically when we do uh do our little episodes about mini-sodes about particular cities or destinations it is it's focused on on the city but we haven't spent, I'd say, enough time in any one city in Florida to give any real in-depth advice or tips or tricks on what where to go, what to do, but we have been all over Florida for little stints here and there. So we figured we'd lump the entire state, which might be one of the biggest states in the Union, into its own little episode. And because we know so little about each place that we've <laughs> been, we figure we can cover a bunch of them and fill up at least a solid hour of time.
1: So saddle up. You're going to get some really useful information.
0: And instead of, we didn't have a bottle of wine because we're actually sitting at the resort poolside. And, uh, Our they, resort? Well, the resort next door, <laughs> which is a story in and unto itself. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You're the one calling me out on that.
1: No, no. It's just funny that we are staying next door and we've probably spent more time at the resort not ours. Not the one that we're paying for. <laughs> not the one that we're paying a resort fee for. <laughs>
0: we're not. No. Well, what do you get with the resort fee? A towel when you go to the pool? Yeah, you
1: get towels. I mean, technically, we're not supposed to be at this pool right now, but they haven't asked questions.
0: No, because we're fueling fueling the bar. We're, we're, the, keep, only we're the only drinking on a Monday. Yeah, it's a Monday afternoon. <laughs> one, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, one o'clock. All right. And I did some work today. I had I had a pretty serious phone call did, with the I higher ups. Yeah um had a couple of calls in the morning just because i'm taking monday off doesn't mean the rest of the world knows i'm taking monday off so had a couple of calls but and then we came down to grab what was supposed to be breakfast turned into lunch it was 11 a.m nice bright and early start to the day
1: it's not sunday anymore
0: did i say sunday no, no, no i'm just saying oh, the menu yeah. changes
1: if it were sunday we'd be able to eat eggs to till eat four breakfast. in the afternoon yeah, yeah. unfortunate but it's okay
0: but yeah, so we're at the hotel next to the resort that we're staying at. And it's mainly because the food at the restaurant is.
1: It's really good. Here. Yeah, it's just yeah. a lot better. And it's, it's like, a t- I don't even know if this is a resort. It is tiny. I think there's six, maybe six floors.
0: I mean, the only reason it's not a motel is because it has six floors. Right. If it only had two floors, it'd probably be a motel
1: kind of looks like a motel from the outside but it's got a great waterfront and when i say waterfront i mean we still don't even know the, the name of this restaurant. place yeah. and we just
0: we kept going. this is like our third day in a row that we've been here yeah. to eat and mainly cuz we're lazy and this is one of our post up vacations where we don't work that hard i don't have to hike up any stairs um there's no like we did we looked on on google maps and there's a button you could hit to see like historical landscapes or something, like points of interest, and it came up with, like, buildings that are about 100 years old.
1: Yeah, barely, uh, not even 100 years old is the oldest building here in Fort Lauderdale, and it's a yeah. historic site. So, I don't know if there's a lot of history to check out. I think there are some other things to do out on the water. We got hit with a quick We could just be rainstorm ignorant. Rainstorm here. I'm we've, sure. Yeah, we've I'm done sure. zero
0: research. Doesn't matter. We're know.
1: enjoying relaxing. But anyway, since we've been here, you were looking at different places to potentially... Settle down and, and really calculating what the difference in our lifestyle would
0: yeah, be. Yeah, so $160,000 just a, you know, for a house, right? And again, no great shakes. Not that we'd get anything that to write home about for half a million dollars in New York City. It's just sort of the virtue of the fact that New York City is one of the most expensive places in the world. But we're crunching the numbers, and it's the difference just in savings. Let's just... For the sake of dreaming big, let's assume I made half a million dollars a year, right? Or the two of us together made half a million dollars a year and we could actually afford a house that requires you to put down $100,000 as a down payment and have like a $5,000 a month mortgage. Um, With that, you would get, again, a one-bedroom apartment, can't really expand, you'd be living on top of, and below, and to the left, right, all around, you'd be sandwiched in or sardined in. And that's absurd. Like, I don't think I'll ever make a million dollars a year or half a million dollars a year. I don't want to work that hard, quite frankly. Um, But coming down here, just leaving New York and going to a state like Florida, which is one of the few states that does not have uh, state or local income taxes the way we do in New York. And so that's like an extra 10 Mm percent, you know, right off the top. Each month, when we get our paychecks, that just goes straight to Uncle Sam's little brother, right? Down here, granted, there'd be other things that we'd have to purchase or we'd have to bake into our monthly, you know, fixed nut, if you will. the
1: only thing is a car and insurance. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's anything else.
0: And Floridians. (laughs) We'd have to interact with these people on a daily basis might be challenging this
1: is that one time each podcast episode what, at a where, minimum where i, I say something eyes. that
0: you're gonna roll your eyes yeah. and try to edit it out yep. before it goes live
1: rolling them now
0: yeah I, there's anyway so we're hanging out at the place next door because the food's awesome right and now i'm conflating stories now so yes the the houses is houses are cheaper everything's cheaper Granted, it's like 100,000 degrees for six months out of the year. The summers are pretty brutal here. Really, it's really humid. straight tropical. Might as well be living in, in the jungle somewhere in a rainforest. Um, but it's got all the amenities that modern man would need. Mm-hmm. Indoor plumbing, electricity, a beach.
1: <laughs> but what's funny is that we've only been to a handful of cities in Florida together. Some a couple of times. But every time we're in Florida, you seriously start talking about moving here. So in particular, Key West, last time we were down there, we were talking about buying a bar.
0: Buy a bar and just post (laughs) up and just be bar flies. Just live
1: that life. Just live that life.
0: (laughs) Maybe something with an in attached to it. Right. So we can have someone like, yeah. So that was the
1: fantasy there. Then when we went to St. Augustine, same exact conversation. We've been there a couple of times together. Which makes sense because like you're... By a
0: bar in St. Augustine? No, no.
1: Well, just moving there in general. Yeah. Which makes sense because your company right now is headquartered that out That has there. a lot to do with it. Yeah. So
0: the company I work for is headquartered in Florida. There's a lot of bigwigs that that post up down here in Florida. The guy who originally hired me at this company, he recently moved down to Florida. Um, so I'd, it'd be easy to develop a network of friends. Yeah. Um, working at the corporate headquarters, you'd be able to brush elbows with with people in high up positions and you know there's there's definitely something to be said for how easy the move would be. My father owns a place down here so he you know he basically comes down half the year as it is anyway if not maybe not yet but he's pretty much going to be turning into a snowbird living in New York during the summer in the spring and then jetting down here in the winter. Um, So it wouldn't I just as far as like low maintenance, easy moves would be, I feel like Florida would be one of them, you know, and for as much as the two of us travel for work, I figure in the summer we'd find ways to, you know, shoot out to Chicago or hang out in other parts of the world that are not as sweltering hot. And then there's air conditioning.
1: So for how little you know about each individual place you visited with what you do know, if you were to pick somewhere... Off the top of your head, first place that comes to mind, where would you move to first?
0: I'd probably be northern Florida because it still gets cool there in the winter. Like it'll drop down into the 50s, and you still have that sweater or sweater sweater or leather weather. That's when you mix leather with the sweater. It's a leather sweater. We call it sweater Sweather weather.
1: <coughs> That's brilliant. You like I that? love that. I
0: just invented that. <laughs> um, so yeah, it stays. It it still drops down. It gets cool um, in the winter, but it doesn't get and then it's super nice during the day. You'll have, like, 70s during the day all throughout the winter or, and fall. Um, so the weather would be awesome. The summer would still be disgusting. And it's, I feel like it's a little different than when you think Florida, you think of, like, old-age homes or a bunch of, you know, New Yorkers that have basically come down here to <coughs> toil away until they die or something. I feel like that's the East Coast even, so morbid. But, I, I mean, that's, I'm growing up, like everyone I know, right, their parents or their grandparents, when they reach a certain age, they f- all migrate down to Florida. And even along the West Coast, right, so you have, like, Tampa and Clearwater and Naples. There's people that relocate down there, but especially the, the East Coast, right? You have, like, West Palm and everything around it, um, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. I, like, everyone just moves down here from the Northeast. <coughs> but I forgot what the original question was.
1: So you would pick Northern Florida? Yeah,
0: sorry, Northern Florida. Probably, I mean, St. Augustine. Again, the guy who hired me at this company is still a close personal friend. It'd be cool to have someone that lives within a stone's throw I'm go out. I think he's got a boat. I'm go fishing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretend to be a southerner, um, but it it feels like South Georgia less than it feels like North Florida. Yeah, is how, I, and it's close enough to Jacksonville, and that's where my company's headquartered. So I think it'd be, not that I'm a fan of any commute that's longer than 20 minutes, it'd be like a 30, 35 minute commute, but you can go like 100 miles an hour on those highways up there mm-hmm. and no one no one bats an eyelash. Um, either that or like Jacksonville Beach, which would be a little bit closer. The reason I'd move there is just because the commute would be shorter to get to the office. Um, but yeah, probably North Florida. I don't know if I could do South Florida. A little too much going on down here. Miami. Yeah. Miami just feels like a hot New York, you know, it's just like sweltering hot. And then people are, I feel like they're dressed up all the time. I don't know how they do that. Like, not that New York doesn't get dressed up, but like you can be a normal human being or they have a big hipster movement in New York. So you can get away with being grungy. Yeah. A neck beard, a flannel and, and skinny jeans. And you're like trendy or classy or something down here. Like people get dressed in Miami. I don't know if I want to do that. Like, I like getting dressed up from time to time, looking nice, but I can't do it five, six, seven days a week just to go out and get a Starbucks. <laughs> Not wearing a pocket square to Starbucks. <laughs> what a about lot. you? If you had to pick a spot,
1: uh, or where I... have you
0: been? You've, you've, you and I haven't been to the same because a lot of
1: yeah, you've been a lot more places than I. You've probably seen almost all of Florida. I've never been to the west coast of Florida, so I can't speak to that. I've only seen the east side of it been to St. Augustine with you a couple of times I've been to Orlando with my family a couple of times really to go to Disney so I can't count that Um, I've been to Miami Fort Lauderdale and then Key West several times and I'd say not thinking practically Key West is my favorite just because the lifestyle is awesome I my first time going there I was visiting a friend who was living there for at least a summer, if not a full year. I think she was doing a full year post-college there or something like that. And I ended up going down and doing a kind of friends reunion with her and a couple of girls. And it was just such in a In Key good time. West? In Key West, yeah. So we got the local view of it versus staying in a hotel and having that experience. It was actually staying in an apartment and I mean, she worked for a travel company and was selling adventure packages. So it's not like she was going and working a nine to five. It was definitely a laid back lifestyle, but very cool experience that she had. And the restaurants down there are just so fun. It's all outdoorsy. Everybody's incredibly laid back. The one downside is there's only one beach with sand. Everything else is rocky. Um, So that part is a bit of a downfall. Have you done any
0: of the other Keys? There's like Marathon. There's a lot of other spots like along on the way. If you're going from Miami to Key West. have done the drive. Yeah. Okay. So there might be some exploring worth doing down there.
1: Absolutely. Definitely. But the practical side of me would say that's not realistic just mainly because it's so hard to get to and – mass destruction i think comes through once a year with hurricane season so that's tough you're incredibly vulnerable but i think just as my favorite places to visit at least that's probably number one as far as where to live probably agree with you i'd say somewhere like fort lauderdale or Northern i didn't say fort lauderdale or saint okay. augustine because um, they're a bit more laid back both of them i'd say saint and Augustine's i don't i don't got, think like, they'd be
0: underwater when right the ice caps melt like i look at a map from aerial view of fort lauderdale like miami's gone i think miami's already slowly eroding away into the ocean but um especially miami beach but even like mainland miami they're putting up all these high rises i think there's going to be water up to the second floor at some point but when that happens i feel like fort lauderdale is all canals right we looked at the aerial map and it's just like canals everywhere those have got a flood all the houses along those little man-made lakes are going to be gone And we're going to be kayaking to work amongst crocodiles. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like northern Florida may have, obviously, if we're living in St. Augustine or Jacksonville Beach or something that's on the coastline, I don't think our house would still be standing come apocalypse time. But I feel like you've got a little bit more room to get out in some high ground somewhere. You can shoot up to the mountains of North Carolina or Tennessee If we had to,
1: yeah, and you can, it's drivable too. Like once you're in South Florida, the thought of just getting to North Florida seems like a hike. But
0: and we'd be able to hit Savannah for like a weekend. We could take a long drive, like that would be a weekend getaway going up to Savannah,
1: Charleston, those towns, some really fun towns. Yeah,
0: some good drinking in Savannah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely Northern Florida, which you know, growing up, I never even knew of North Florida as like a place. I felt like it was just something that you drive past. I thought it was all swampland or something. But that's clearly not the case now that we've been there.
1: So the cool part about that is there's this really fun like downtown area there. I mean, it's really small. Don't get me wrong. St. Augustine's tiny. But the downtown area is a really fun place to go out, at least as tourists as, as we've been visiting. What's that Main Street called? Main Street? Is it?
0: I have no idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it kind of feels like a mini New Orleans almost. Not quite, but it's got all these places with balconies and live music Yeah, along so the it's got a stretch. very
0: heavy European or Spanish influence. Mm-hmm. Um, so St. Augustine is one of, probably the original, but the oldest port city in America. So that's when the Conquistadors started coming over in, I think it was like the 1500s. They have some plaques around town. And I could be way off on this, it might be the 1600s. But when the Spanish started exploring... And they basically conquered all of South America. The first few places that they stopped were in Florida. And they set up a port city right there in St. Augustine. And um, there's just a lot of, you could see the Spanish influence. That's that two-story, you know, stone buildings with balconies hanging out over the top. Color, like painted, color-painted shutters. It almost reminds me of like when we were in Cartagena. Right? Yeah. It had that Colombian feel to it. So very cool. Very, you don't see a whole lot of that in the states. You definitely see a lot of it in, you know, there's there's smatterings of it in New Orleans because it has that sort of French flair to it, that that European flair because it was controlled by the French for a very long time till the Louisiana Purchase. Little history.
1: History buff over here. <laughs> Every time.
0: And there's a pirate ship, in St. Augustine. We haven't gone on it yet, but it's. Have we been on it?
1: No, we did go on a ship, though. Oh, the pirate ship is they're they're dressed up and they're. Yeah, they totally actually dress up like pirates.
0: Yeah. They say yarg. They speak in, in pirates right. speak to you.
1: That's a good reason to move there.
0: It's the only reason. Everything else is just gravy. Well,
1: why did you lead with the history if you could have led with that?
0: Had to get to it. <laughs> you need a build up. That's my crescendo.
1: So when we were there, we did a boat, one of those boat cruises, and I think it was a booth cruise where they just walk around giving you unlimited wine beer whatever you want to drink
0: punch yeah. kool-aid with cheap rum in it
1: yeah um,
0: <laughs> everyone walks off the boat with red teeth
1: but you cruise all along the waterfront and you make a bunch of friends with other people who are going on the same adventure as you and those are always a good time we've done that in a couple of different cities but that yeah one it's starting to blur in my mind out. i'm
0: thinking of when we did it in maine and yeah. now i'm trying to remember when we did it in saint augustine
1: it was just the hottest day actually i think it was fourth of july last year Okay. Yeah. Like, on the 4th of July, we did that before going to see fireworks.
0: Still not ringing a bell. This is why we got to record in the field while we're there in the moment.
1: Or just bring me because I remember. Or bring you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and there's a cool fort there. That's where the fireworks were. It was, mm-hmm. like, right in front of this old Spanish fort. Yeah. No idea what the fort, you know, what the significance of it was. But it's right on the water. I'm sure they okay. shot cannons off of it. So,
1: fun call out. This is our favorite place to go for 4th of July so far. So far. It's... So so like patriotic when you're there when everyone's outside everyone's celebrating everyone's drinking I feel like and it's
0: the South and if there's any group of people that are more prideful about being American right it's, it's Southerners. Southerners
1: yeah and
0: the one day I want American pride oozing out of every pore it's on Fourth of July exactly it's a lot of fun the rest of the year they can tone it down a little bit but hey. Teach their own, right?
1: I feel like there's no open container laws, so it's just everyone's running around going ham. Going ham. <laughs> and uh, and I don't cool think that's part, something I'll ever say. Going ham. It's okay, I'll say it for you. Okay.
0: <laughs> for for the so like, our parents are gonna listen to this.
1: I'm not explaining what it's what an ham is. You're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna ask hard. them to Google it. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: And uh, the coolest part that we love going back for is we sit out on the fort. Everyone brings a picnic, blankets, everyone's camping out, and they do this crazy firework show over... I want to say it's a bay. Like, it's not the ocean because there's land on the other side of it.
0: I'm going to call it a port.
1: Sure, that works.
0: Because it's the oldest port city in America. Right, that
1: works. (laughs) Um, So they do this firework show at, like, 9 o'clock over the fort, and it's so cool. I have some of the sickest pictures that I've ever taken of fireworks over this port. Before
0: I lost my last phone in an Uber, the wallpaper was the fireworks. Yeah.
1: Well, I can send over. you a picture again.
0: Oh, I could use that. Yeah. My wallpaper's boring now. It's just a black screen.
1: Yeah. Well, you're saving battery.
0: That's true. That's why I do that.
1: Um, but what also is cool about it is that, like I said, there's land on the other side, so you can see fireworks shows along the entire port or <laughs> bay or waterway.
0: <laughs> Body of water. <laughs>
1: the entire time surrounded it's by stuff it's so cool it really is so it's just like the most festive experience and then the the show ends and everyone's still out drinking we're usually tired by then but if we were still young lads able to go raging all night we'd be out with them
0: you have no excuse <laughs> you should still be able to rage it's just my sciatic nerve kicks in and i gotta call it a night <laughs> i don't even know what my sciatic nerve is so that's saint augustine And I'm I'm out of beer. I thought we told the waitress that as they get empty, to just refill them. I
1: don't think they're paying attention to it. I think they know we're not hotel guests. Yeah,
0: they're looking at us ridiculous because we're we're the only schmucks sitting poolside at a hotel that we didn't stay at with microphones in our face.
1: To be fair, there's only one other set of schmucks here with us right now.
0: That's fair, and but they're at least in the pool.
1: (laughs) There's feet in the pool. There's feet in the pool. One pair of feet.
0: It is chilly, though. It's super windy yeah. today.
1: It's a weird... It's, it was so sweltering all weekend, but today, for whatever reason, it's been windy, colder. Little we had mini- a quick rain shower. rain shower that passed by. The dust them. So. Yeah.
0: All right. So that's North Florida. I can't say much about Jacksonville itself. I feel like it's just a giant suburb to nothing. It doesn't really feel like a city because it's so spread out. I think Jacksonville proper is like the largest county in America from a landmass perspective. So you can drive for an hour and still be in Jacksonville, Mm. like side to side, like top to bottom. Um, The downtown area, I feel like is, eh, you know, it's too spread out to feel like a downtown. You have a couple of high rises that are smashed, smushed together. But everyone, because it's so hot all the time in the summer, everyone kind of just goes straight from their car to their office and back. Um, And I haven't really gone exploring in Jacksonville. I'm usually only there for work. The only exploring we do is when we leave. And we go out to St. Augustine. I have had some cool events that take place near Jacksonville Beach. There's this place called, like, One Ocean or Ocean One. I think it's One Ocean Resort. And that's a cool little town. Yeah. It's got a mini, like, main street. And it's got a couple of restaurants and bars. But the hotel itself is, like, right on the beach. And they do a great job. They have an awesome pool. And they have docents. which I didn't know what a docent was. So when you get into the room, right, there's no iron, right? There's... There's, like, this little tray of snacks, right? And if you need something, right, usually you usually have all these amenities in your room. If you need something, right, they just do it for you. So instead of me ironing my shirt, I'm like, hey, do you guys have an iron? They're like, do you need something ironed? I'm like, no, I'm making just
1: asking for fun. prison
0: grilled cheeses in my room. Like, what? Yes, I'm, I need to iron something. They're like, oh, well, give it to us. We'll go iron it for you right now. So you just hit a button. Someone comes up to your room, and they just come up, iron your shirt. One time, I was there... On a work trip and my boss's daughter I think was staying because they were they were going to stretch the work week into like a family vacation mm-hmm. and so I think it was either his one of his daughters or both of his daughters and one of them was like super shy about asking for stuff and once I found out that a docent is basically a butler. I'm like, oh, just go up and ask Jeeves. They'll get you whatever you want, right? Because they were looking at the snacks in the room, and they were all, like, not healthy snacks. It was, like, gummy bears and Pringles or something. I'm like, tell them to run and get you a banana or a fruit bowl or something. Just ask them at the front desk. You go up to the front So I just went up there. I'm like, hey, guys. So instead of all these unhealthy snacks that you leave in the room, which I love, I'll eat them all day, would it be possible to get maybe a banana, an orange, some apple chips, Koshi bar, I don't know, Kind bar, some almonds? And sure enough, they went and got it. It was awesome. So One Ocean, I think it's called. Top-notch service.
1: That's incredible. Hands down. Wow.
0: Would definitely stay there again. I don't care how big the resort fee is. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's... that's, So I've got a lot more experience in North Florida. Um, I think we've beaten that one, too. Oh, I think you looked up the name of Main Street in St. Augustine.
1: It's not called Main Street. It's called St. George Street. So if we can provide any value, we'll at least tell you.
0: And go hang out on Saint George Street during the day, in, in, on the weekend. Tons of places. You just walk around. Yeah. Live music. A lot fantastic. of outdoor
1: patios that are cool. The place we always end up at is called Sangrias. Oh, uh, the
0: tapas, the wine bar.
1: Regardless of whether or not we told you to go there, I think you'd go there on your own because it just looks the coolest from the outside.
0: Well, it's yeah, it's a second floor, or it's yeah. like it's a wraparound balcony, little high top tables, and every time we've gone, there's always been. Either a dude with a guitar or a small band playing cover songs. Mm -hmm. And they don't serve any liquor, I don't think. It's all beer and wine, but good wine selection. And uh, I think I always order the cheese and fruit platter. Mm -hmm. But I think I do that everywhere I go. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just load up on wine or sangria. I think that's, that's the ticket, especially on a hot day. Just get pictures and pictures of sangria. Yes. And when I go with the boys... There's a cigar shop right next door, so we mm-hmm. go and get a cigar, hang out on the balcony, drink wine, and smoke a cigar, and pretend like we're bigwigs from Miami or something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they smoke or a lot of cigars. Or just bigwigs in- from
1: New York like you are?
0: <laughs> no, I feel like they smoke a lot of cigars in Miami. Yeah, I feel like there's a cigar do. culture they in do. Miami, not so much in New York, where it's all hidden away in these like private clubs. So you don't like the cigar clubs. <laughs> I
1: don't like it when there's no ventilation. I've never, you know, felt suffocation like I have in that type of setting. And, dear God help me if I'm ever in that type of setting again.
0: And I think those clothes are ruined. Yeah. I
1: mean, that was the worst part. It was my clothes were ruined and they were not cheap and I was pretty upset about it.
0: So forget north florida for a second so south florida and we just found this out this weekend i think i was asking somebody like anyone who i ask who's from south florida says they're from south florida how come you don't identify with like a particular part of south florida because i feel like south florida is huge so i'm like what is south florida and i think they said it was broward county dade county and one other county which basically is all of the west palm beach area and the stuff surrounding it all of fort lauderdale and all of miami so Miami is Dade County, and then I don't know what the other two are. Can't More
1: believe b- you remember all this.
0: This was early in the evening at the wedding ah. when I was asking questions. Um, so I was still—I was only five bourbons in at this point. So I still r- recall fifty percent of whatever the hell it was we were talking about. But yeah, so it's an—it a- covers a, its like almost the same way we would say like the tri-state area, right, or the metro area mm-hmm. in New York, which would encompass like Westchester and and the eastern seaboard of New Jersey and all of, like, Queens and Brooklyn. So that's South Florida.
1: So why don't they identify with South Florida?
0: I That's the part I don't remember. Oh. Like, why don't they identify with a particular city so or town were, within?
1: you were only five purposes, so you remember the county specifics, but not... I remember
0: <laughs> two of the three counties. Three <laughs> counties make up... Not the answer what,
1: to your question.
0: Um, well, the no, that was the motivation for me asking originally or i just wanted to find out what they considered south florida got it so i got the answer i just don't remember all of it got it but yeah so south florida could be anything from the southern tip of miami all the way up to west palm beach right right, along that area um which in my mind i would i would classify as their own little worlds because like the west palm area west palm beach itself is super ritzy right It's almost like a little island and there's like you have to take there's only a handful of bridges that get to the little island. But then everything around it, I feel like is, you know, a step back from the the super upper crust luxury lifestyle. And you've got basically normal human beings scattered throughout. And then you've got your I'd say 50 percent is, you know, these gated communities where, you know, my folks go to buy a house after they turn 60 and that's there.
1: And where is their house?
0: Um, I want to say, hang on, I know this, Boynton Beach.
1: So, north and of West Palm?
0: I think it's south of West Palm. I could be wrong. I know that I flew in to go visit. I flew into West Palm Beach Airport, and it took like 10 minutes. Okay. A 10-minute drive to get to where he is. So, West Palm, I think, is pretty small, which I think plays to the scarcity or the exclusivity of it and the fact that it's on this little island. It's just... And then everything around it. I mean, there's tons of little little towns or little beach towns that are all along the water there. So Pretty chill, tame, laid back. I would not put it in the same bucket as Miami. I
1: don't and think many things are in the same bucket as Miami, though. That's,
0: that's fair. But Miami's even, like, split in two. You've got, like, downtown Miami, and then you've got Miami Beach. South Beach. Which is where South Beach is. All right, so Miami Beach is its own crazy nightlife in and unto itself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Miami proper or downtown Miami, like in the Brickle area is all high rises, a lot of businesses and outdoor malls, a lot of good restaurants, but way more, way more subdued, I'd say compared to, it doesn't have like, you see su- people wearing suits or the equivalent of a Florida suit, which is like a short sleeve button down shirt and some nice slacks. Um, Whereas in Miami Beach, it's you could might as well be in the West Village. You know, you see just about every walk of life in Miami Beach.
1: So for these big wigs in Miami, can you get away with short sleeves like you said? Probably not. They're still wearing long sleeves. No, that's 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 the working man. No,
0: I think the big wigs have, you know, the white blazers, the black button-down shirts, right? Yeah, and then like some sort of colorful, like hot pink bow tie. That's my stereotypical Mm -hmm. Miami big way.
1: So my perspective on Miami is probably similar, but I feel like every place that you visit is what you make of it. So there, I mean, it's beautiful beaches. It's kind of cool that there's all these high rises on the waterfront. Like it's not a bad view. And... I feel like if you're not into the club scene, you don't have to have that experience there.
0: It would help if you owned a million-dollar yacht.
1: Yeah, then you'd definitely fit in. But yeah. when you go out, if you want to go to any place of you know, remotely trendy, you're going to be spending at least $20 per cocktail. Like It's crazy, crazy expensive to go out. Like I would say more expensive than New York City, or I just happen to go to all the places that were like top-notch.
0: Yeah, I just think in New York, we know to seek out. The non-hoity-toity places. Yeah, and I
1: was a tourist, so, yeah. so maybe you're gonna that's end up, my problem. Yeah,
0: if yeah. you came to New York as a tourist...
1: I'd probably spend the same thing.
0: Yeah, you'd drop $20 a cocktail sure. at some, you know, super... You'd be at the Gansevoort every night or something, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, surrounded by the world's most beautiful people drinking $20 cocktails. Mm-hmm.
1: Or they'd be surrounded by me, you know.
0: Right. There's <laughs> that, too.
1: Um, so, I mean, I think you can have a great time in Miami. I think it's got... It's definitely seen me... It's got the trend appeal. If you're into that, definitely go there. If not, you can probably avoid it if you want.
0: Nah, If you know, I mean, it's a great party town. If you know somebody or you have a hookup or you're going down, like I could totally see it being a great like bachelor party spot because you can do a lot throughout. Like you you could go deep sea fishing during the day, go to clubs at night. There's I think there's casinos within a stone's throw. There's a lot to do. And it's fun. You're just going to be. I feel like it's going out in New York City. Like you're going to drop some coin, right? And you better show up dressed to impress, right? Like there's no, no slackers in Miami. Like it's you got to give them props where it's due. it's it's definitely something that in my mind's eye would be difficult to sustain long term. You know, keep up with that lifestyle.
1: So then, what about Key West?
0: Key West I just feel like you can live the rest of your life and either be super stoned or really drunk for your entire life and totally cruise for months, years or decades and just like post up, become part of part of the attraction at a bar. Hence the dream to like purchase, you know, a a rinky dink little motel with a bar in the back that does like a boozy Sunday brunch. Like we'll serve you any cocktail you want, but these are the three options for, for food.
1: So we visited this place. I mean, this was our dream. The blue something. Where the conversation, Do you remember what it was called? I'd say should, blue yeah. cafe, but I don't know.
0: We should look it up because we should definitely give you know five stars on the air. Oh yeah, for sure. To those places that that we fell in love with, but we rented bicycles, rode all around the island. This is part of the adventure of the vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, nice and flat. So it wasn't too hilly, so my fat ass was able to maintain even in ninety we rode around
1: heat. we rode around the entire island, too. yeah,
0: we hit yeah, all four you corners. wanted to
1: kill me that was my idea, and it looks a lot smaller on a map than it is once you actually start,
0: yeah, it was like a full afternoon, like <laughs> I think we started at like ten in the morning, mm-hmm. and we weren't done till three in the afternoon when we found that little brunch spot. And we had to wait an hour before we could get get seated, which was fine because they had an awesome bar outdoors with like cornhole games or something back there. You're looking it up. Blue Haven. Blue Haven. I love it. it. We're so close. So if the folks from Blue Haven are listening and they happen to be going into foreclosure, please shoot us an email (laughs) and let us know because we'll scoop that up for a dollar more than what you owe.
1: It was such a cool spot. It was. We were right. sitting there just fantasizing about taking over, taking something like that over, and you know, I mean, the food was really good too. But it's got—it's like this huge backyard area where there's games and everything you could possibly want for an afternoon Sunday fun day.
0: It's like what? Have you been to a rainforest cafe? Uh huh. I feel like that's the feel they're going for. They just actually it's did just it with real like stuff. It's not kid fake. Kid
1: friendly and tacky.
0: No, there was like a kid working as the hostess. When we, when we pulled up. Yeah. Right? So I'd say it's kid-friendly. There's, like, games in the back. We were playing cornhole. There was something else going on back there. There's plenty to do for kids. Right? And the bar wasn't, like, the main attraction. That's just, like, where we hung out waiting for our table to be ready. But really strong drinks were really mm-hmm. good. Especially after riding around on bicycles in the scorching awesome. heat for four or five hours. So totally would do Key West. I don't know if I would. I'd probably die of liver failure inside of a year if i lived there i mean i'd lose my job probably in four weeks maybe two just because i'd get sucked into that take your time attitude that they have down there it's definitely island time that they're on it's like no clocks but we should certainly explore and check out some of the other spots along the way so we're, I think we are alluding have to you? Before.
1: So you asked me the question. Have you been to some of the other Keys? No, but
0: I've heard so many people now that have They're, you know, like I'll bring up Key West as like a place that I, you know, I've only been a handful of times, but I really enjoy it every time I go. Mm-hmm. Obviously, going as a tourist and being on vacation makes it easier to enjoy it. But other people are like, oh, have you ever been to Marathon? And I'm like, what the hell's Marathon? They're like, oh, it's one of the other Keys. So there's a whole bunch of Keys mm-hmm. or little islands out there that are not near as touristy or not touristy at all that apparently are worth checking out soon
1: and to add value again very infrequently in this one but to the dialogue if you are traveling to miami and driving to key west keep in mind that they're one two lane roads the entire way there and it's a very long drive and if you happen to be traveling on a holiday weekend you are absolutely going to get stuck in bumper-to-bumper bumper traffic, so please allow extra time.
0: Yeah, drive in the middle of the week. It's, it's worth... I've done the drive once, and it's worth doing only because you'll go... They have these bridges in between the islands, and they're just massive. I think they're like seven miles. Oh, they're so cool. And you're just... You're maybe 15 feet over the water, and you're just out in the middle in this this never-ending bridge like nothing I've ever seen. It's super cool.
1: It's beautiful. So I... I did the drive one time, to and from, round trip, and flew into Miami, met a friend. We drove out there. We actually landed really late at night, so the entire drive there, we couldn't see anything. We were just straight up in the dark on a road. It took us, like, three hours because we were gunning it. I think typically it's a little bit more. On the way back, Memorial Day, Monday holiday afternoon, we gave ourselves, like, four hours, maybe five, to get to the airport. (laughs) Absolutely not enough time at all. Mr. Flight. Sitting in bumper to bumper traffic, calling the airlines, asking them to switch my flight, freaking out because at this point, for me to pay for another flight is a big ask. Like, I'm, you know, barely making ends meet financially. <laughs> so just like, <laughs> it's like absolute, like, my worst nightmare. And The entire time I'm just like, this, this sucks. I'm going to have to cancel work tomorrow. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Freaking out. And with my friend, we end up barely making it because by the time we got out of the traffic of Key West or all, sorry, of all of the keys got into Miami, my friend just absolutely floored the gas pedal Zipped our way to the airport. She dropped me off. She then had to, luckily, her flight was like 40 minutes after mine, dropped off the rental car. She barely made her flight. So both of us were like within minutes of missing our flight. I walked through security and my flight was already boarding. I think I was the last person to get on the plane. Like, right, actually girl. barely made right, it. But biggest takeaway. If you had a nickel <laughs> for
0: every time you just barely made a flight in your life. I've got some good stories. That's one <laughs> yeah, of do. them.
1: I've got some good stories, though. I've got some crazy story. We should do a whole episode on my crazy making flight experiences. The, the best part is I've actually never missed a flight, which I'm terrified to say out loud because I'm totally jinxing myself. But I've got so many stories of times that I should have missed flights and haven't somehow.
0: Really? I've I, missed so many I flights. I fight
1: to the end. Like I will do whatever it takes to make a flight.
0: That's impressive. Yeah. There are days where I've woken up where I'm like, oh, shit. My flight's in an hour. Screw it.
1: I mean, the other day. <laughs> that happened to me. The other day I woke up and my flight was in an hour and a half and I hadn't set an alarm the night before. It's a perfect example. And I somehow happened Skinny to wake up just, teeth. just in enough time on my own at 630 in the morning. Without not only, alarm. not only did I not set an alarm, but my flight was at 8 a.m. after going out drinking all night. At a girl. For work. Like I had to. <laughs>
0: nice. We're both getting fired yeah, as soon I've as got, these things air. I've
1: got a lot of stories of barely making flights.
0: Well, I have you missed any flights with me ever?
1: No, I've never missed a flight ever. Ever. I don't miss flights. Oh.
0: See, I'll miss one out of 5. No, you maybe. miss a lot of flights. Yeah. I
1: it stresses me out. You've never you've never missed a flight that I've been on. You only miss flights that you are the person responsible. That's the common denominator.
0: So you're going to you're going to take credit for being somewhere on time and this is no, a no, no. day after. No,
1: I'll take credit for fucking things up and somehow recovering <laughs> like yesterday
0: <laughs> realizing t- what 17 minutes before no, no, no. no it was four thirty-seven. Right. yeah yeah so it was 23 minutes Eighth- before the yeah. wedding starts yes. we're in the pool you're right. like oh we gotta get to a wedding in it's 23 private- minutes in 23 minutes
1: <laughs> But that's how I work is like I'll totally, again, fuck it up, but I'll always realize right before that I've made a mistake. I'm a closer.
0: You're a closer. (laughs) If I had a
1: strong opener team, then I'd never be in that kind of situation.
0: So you're a horse we should bet on in the derby. Yes. You need strong closers. (laughs) I like it. All right, what else about Florida is there worth sharing? Like, we didn't really touch on West Coast and Tampa. Oh, well, I, I
1: don't know West Coast, so you can
0: speak yeah. to that. I don't, I mean, I don't know enough to really speak Well, where have you been on
1: the West Coast? You've been to Tampa?
0: Yeah, it's mostly around Tampa. So, a good friend of mine, his brother played for the minor league Yankee team for a number of years. So, we used to go down for spring training a lot and just hang out in Tampa. Um, if you're looking for, again, this is, this is going back to, my rager days but if you're looking for a place to go out and throw down Ebor city it's kind of a seedy part of town but that's where all the clubs and bars are um had a lot of fun out there went to a couple of clubs saw some really good djs um i'm trying to think i mean it was really just you know usually long weekends of trying to see how early in the day we could start drinking and how how long we could stay awake Had some really horrible experiences with vodka and Red Bull from one trip. Anyone who wants to do double vodka Red Bull shots, just like clip it off at like eight or nine because it'll wreak havoc on your system Uh. for the next four or five days. Um, I've never gone back. I've never had a Red Bull since. Really? Yeah. So this is easily 10 plus years ago. You've
1: never had a Red Bull since we've been together.
0: Correct. Have you ever seen me with a Red Bull in my hand?
1: I, I don't know. You've seen me with a lot. so Yeah.
0: I never go near them. Interesting. And it's because I was demolished. Wow. Like I was straight up laid, in, laid up in bed in a shitty motel. Yeah, this is back when. Is
1: it just Red Bull or is it all energy drinks?
0: Um, well, I don't go near any energy drinks. I, mean, I Mainly I just don't like the taste. There's that like chemical medicine. I think
1: it tastes like Mountain Dew.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been able to drink Mountain Dew, but like most of these energy drinks have some sort of chemical in them that just doesn't doesn't taste right, and so I always feel like I'm taking medicine, which is fine. I mean, it's usually why you're taking these energy mm-hmm. drinks, but um, no, it was a combination of the amount of vodka, because they were like doubles, and I was just drinking them like they were water, because they were sweet, they were going down fast, and then you have this like tug of war of like, I'm drunk, but I'm super amped up at the same time, and I just didn't stop, and then the next day I woke up, and my whole body was quitting on me. It was like multi-organ failure. <laughs> It was like Saturday morning, too. And we still we were supposed to be there till Wednesday. And we no joke. It wasn't until probably. So I was in bed at this shitty motel. And this is again, we weren't making much money. Right. So it'd be like three or four guys. We'd all share a motel room. There'd be, you know, double beds. And then two people would sleep on the floor. right? whoever passed out first was able to get a bed. And so I was just in bed till Wednesday that week. It was miserable. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whole vacation ruined because of vodka Red Bull. That's that's what I remember. Oh, was of it Tampa. a good
1: night until that?
0: I have no recollection whatsoever. I'm pretty sure I got blackout, straight blackout drunk. Right. Yeah, so that's that's Tampa. Go to Ybor City, <laughs> and overdo it. But I feel like everyone had like I used to have Tijuana stories from when I lived in L.A. and San Diego, and they would never never get that bad. I feel like that was you, know, you can probably count on one hand where you overdid it and you're ready to. Swear off drinking and partying for the rest of your life. That was one of those times. That's where the hangover, or it wasn't hangover. It was straight up multi-organ failure for a week and a half straight. I still don't think I've fully recovered. There's a piece (laughs) of me that died that day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This Florida episode just took a really morbid turn. Well,
0: I mean, I feel like it's apropos. Like, the stereotype of Florida is that there's, A lot of partying. Yeah. Stuff that Florida people do. I mean, hey, it's a party town. To, there's not much else to do.
1: I mean, when you're in the sunshine at the beach, there's nothing else I'd rather do than crack open a Corona. So I totally get it. Ugh,
0: Corona. <laughs> <laughs> can't come up with something better S- than a Corona.
1: Second time you made me roll my eyes.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think we'll ever have Constellation Brands sponsoring our show, so I'm not too worried about it. Shitting on the piss beer that they've already. I I don't even think it'd make it taste worse if we shit in it.
1: You don't like Corona? No.
0: No. No. It's garbage. Anyway, I digress. What else do we have on the Florida checklist? We did South Florida. We We don't know much about.
1: A little bit of Western Florida. Yeah. Go to Ybor City. Go to the beach. And then there's Disney. And if you want to go spend. A your salary a on a vacation, then by all means, it's a great time.
0: But they do a good job. I mean, you do get what you pay for. I've when you met go all Disney. Of the
1: princesses, and I am very happy about it.
0: Right? I'd be pretty happy if I met all the princesses. You know
1: what's cool? I really like Epcot because we're into travel. We'll tie this back to our our theme. Epcot is so cool. Being able to be in all the different countries across the world in one day. And, like, taste the different cuisines. When was the last time you were— I mean, I was 10, but I still remember it.
0: We should go back and do, like, an adult kid's trip.
1: You guys all heard this here. He has laid clean to the fact that he would never pay money to go there for vacation.
0: Not for children. I feel like that's the biggest waste of money, and it's the biggest scam in the world.
1: For children who enjoy it more than anybody?
0: They don't remember it. Like, I let's remember go, it.
1: I've been when I was three and ten, and I remember both trips.
0: You remember going to Disney at three years old.
1: I have seen a lot of videos, and they have refreshed <laughs> my memory.
0: <laughs> no, but, like, outside of just Disney World itself, I feel like there's all the – connect. they have all these connecting properties that
1: uh, – Theme parks? Yeah, that offer,
0: right. you know, just a completely different experience each one you go to. And they have, like, Treasure Island, which is, like – all clubs and restaurants
1: what's tre- you mean the like casino
0: no you're thinking of treasure island in las, las vegas, vegas. no you- there is a part of town because disney basically owns all of orlando right everywhere you go you're basically stepping on something that disney owns and they have like different parts of town right that so are-
1: not just like the five worlds or parks that are part of disney world no
0: there's like a section of town i think Uh, it's called treasure island or they call it locally pleasure island right i could be wrong on both of those counts but there's a part of town that's just all restaurants bars clubs and it's like the adult portion of disney Mm. that you know this is where if you have a babysitter for the night or something this is where you and your husband go to to throw down and have a good time um, so on top of that, I mean, I would love to go back and as an as an adult, and if I'm going to pay that money, I want it to be just for us. You know, I don't want to spend it on like three little spoiled brats who aren't going to remember this in 15 years. Hope
1: our children never listen to this episode. Well, Dad's they're going to be Disney like, why,
0: day. dad, why don't we ever all my friends get to go to Disney World? Why don't we go to Disney World? And I'll be like, you go put together a budget. Right. And I'll give you a loan. I'll give you a 2% loan. You're tough. Right? And you have to pay off that loan before you get to go on any other vacations. Right? As soon as that loan's paid off, I'll take you on another vacation. Or we cannot go to Disney, and I'll take you on vacations all over the world, and I won't make you pay for them. That's that's my stance on that. And then, yeah, let them listen to this tape because they want to go to Disney, they're paying for it. I think Disney's wasted on children. Wow! Unless we have a daughter and she wants to see all the princesses, then then maybe I'll
1: acquiesce. (laughs) You just need someone to sell you. You can be sold.
0: That's fair. (laughs) But my little boys like if they just want to go see a six foot fucking rat, right? Like we can go to. That's what Mickey Mouse is. He's a six foot rat. (laughs) That's terrifying. It's a rat. He's
1: a mouse. We'll take
0: him to Chuck E. Cheese. They won't know the difference. He's
1: Mickey Mouse. Where'd you get rat?
0: He's a rat. He looks like a rat. He looks more like a rat than he does a mouse.
1: He's adorable.
0: He's a rat. <laughs> <I'm> telling you. <laughs> you see them running down the subway, dragging slices of pizza?
1: None of them look like Mickey.
0: They all look like None Mickey None of
1: them. Mouse. <laughs> all right. Well, my kids are going to go to Disneyland. I don't know about your kids. Your kids.
0: Money's not coming out of the your joint now. kids aren't going to
1: know the difference between a mouse and a rat.
0: <laughs> Pause for a sip of beer.
1: So, all right. Well, now that you've even made Disneyland sound morbid, (laughs) somehow (laughs) the happiest place in the world.
0: Happiest place, my
1: ass. (laughs)
0: You know they have like Disney cruises now? They have a cruise that goes to like, I want to say Iceland or Norway or Sweden. Couldn't tell you which one. Maybe it goes to all of them. But it's a Disney cruise The entire thing is themed after the Frozen movie. And I remember a couple of years ago, I had to go down to, I think it was Orlando for work. And I was at some sort of like one day conference. And we were sitting with a bunch of the attorneys that worked in-house at Disney. And they were telling us about how it hadn't launched yet. But they had already started selling, you know, selling tickets or whatever, selling the rooms. On this cruise, and they're like, it's booked up for 18 months straight, and they haven't even launched yet. It was a few years ago. I wonder ago.
1: what it's like now, now that the hype's slowed down a little bit for Frozen.
0: See, I don't think the hype slows down. Like, when my sister was a kid, she used to watch the same damn Disney movies on loop over and over and over and over again. For
1: years, but then years. she stops.
0: Yeah, she could still quote every line to every song in Aladdin. I know you're making a face like I can, too that's cuz our walls were really thin and she would fall asleep and she had this tv that also had a vcr attached to it it was like a two in one combo which was a big deal so
1: you'd watch the recording
0: no she would throw the tape in lay down in bed it would play all the way through and then would flip over well it wouldn't you wouldn't have to it would just automatically rewind itself and hit play when it was done rewinding so she would get hooked on a movie and that would be the movie it wasn't the flavor of the month it was the flavor of the year Right. So one year it was Beauty and the Beast. The next year it was Aladdin. Year after that, it was something else. And so our rooms were right next to each other and the walls were like drywall. Right. And so my bed leans up against the wall that her TV leans up against. So subliminally all night I'm having Aladdin loop. So if Aladdin's like a 90 minute movie, I basically listen to the soundtrack for like five times, at least five or six times every single night. And then at like seven, eight o'clock in the morning, whenever we got up as kids, I'd get up, I'd go over to her room and turn off the movie. And
1: think you were on a magic carpet ride.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> a whole new world. This is the same fucking world I listened to last night. <laughs> Give me a break. So yeah, so yes, I know all the words too. I think they're in like my brain chemistry was modified through those three, four years between the ages of like Four and nine. I think you're you?
1: traumatized. I don't know if you can handle Disney World again.
0: I'm just going to go on like a murder spree. Start killing characters. Right? What happened to what Goofy? What is wrong with you? What is that? What's that in his hand? Oh is that my Goofy's gosh. tail? Oh my Did he rip off Goofy's tail? <laughs> hmm. I'm getting dirty looks from the kids in the pool yeah. for murdering Disney characters.
1: All right. So let's now digress intentionally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Save us. Save us.
1: So, to summarize, let's go to our questions of Florida. What, well, like our... The cost of living.
0: Oh, yeah. The mm-hmm. the overrated, underrated game that we never actually say something's overrated or underrated. So, the food, I would say, that's usually where I start and end, but food's decent. I mean, the food's
1: you know. fine. I mean, we've had really yeah. good fish here.
0: That's true. Really good fish tacos mm-hmm. at the Sandbar Grill.
1: Yeah. Unclear what hotel we're at.
0: No 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 clue what hotel we're at. (laughs) It's next door to the Pelican Grand Resort. Yeah. So go seek out the Sandbar Grill. coolest part about this place is I feel like nobody knows it's here because it's like a restaurant attached to a hotel.
1: Yeah, the restaurant's phenomenal. Again, right on the beach, not across the street. You're on the sand. Super chill. The service is great, too. They are very on top of everything here.
0: They, they refer to me as like love or honey or sweetie. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like I'm one of their children, yeah. not one of their patrons.
1: Yeah, it's really sweet. Get so, the fish tacos. Food's decent. Um, we haven't eaten in a lot of different – we've had a lot of meals here specifically. <laughs> so, so, so we lazy. can't really speak to a lot of the food. I think in Florida it's not known for their food, but I think there's things they're really, really good at.
0: I feel like any big city is going to have its own food culture now. Um, and if you're willing to seek it out, you'll find something decent. Yeah. What would you think of the food we had, you had last night? Yeah.
1: There's a strip of restaurants that look awesome. So we ended up going to Sushi Shack? Box. Sushi Shack. Sushi Shack. Yeah. Sushi Shack. Um, new place, too. Let's it was a new place. It was fine. I wouldn't um, – I feel bad saying this. I wouldn't recommend it. I had a great time. We got, I got, like, a nine-piece sashimi chef's choice, and the fish was so thick that— Yeah,
0: usually you're used to a thinner cut. Yeah, and I feel like that's sashimi. how sushi
1: should be. It was, like, the thickest piece of sushi I've ever had, just straight-up fish, which was—it was good. Um,
0: well, they gave you four different dipping sauces, and you used every single one with every slice of fish that you put in your mouth. So I'm shocked that you even tasted the fish. I
1: tasted the fish. <laughs> So that was, it was fine.
0: It looked like a place that I'd want to hang out because I have this huge like circle bar right in the middle of the place. It's very like open. I could see it being like a hot spot on the weekends, more Mm -hmm. for like drinks and like snacks. Like they had like a late night menu I think they're open till 1 a.m. So that was on a Sunday night. So this
1: was a sushi place, but there were a couple other places that we looked up and there were a lot of places right next to the sushi place that I would totally go check out. So there was one Mexican spot,
0: Rocco's Tacos. Yeah,
1: with these like lantern bulbs that were like wickered baskets around the lights, and it was very tropical inside, but very big, spacious, all open air concept. So when you're driving by, you almost feel like you—I mean, you see the entire restaurant from the outside. Multiple levels looked so cool, um, and then there was this other place right the next balcony? to it, with I think it was called The Balcony with yeah. the Balcony. Again, open Critic. concept TVs everywhere, huge open bars. A lot of the the places that we drove by had these massive, like really, really creative bar spaces. Yeah, you know, you see the liquor bottles on top, um, wrapping around the bar. There's just like great, I just feel great, like great we hit it at a design. not like it
0: was 10 o'clock on a Sunday night, so it was pretty much
1: it, it was, was dead. But dead. Had it had been a Friday, I'm sure that street's popping. So I wouldn't
0: say it was dead. I mean, there was as we were leaving. I saw people trickling in. So maybe they just get their night started later on a Sunday than most people. But people dressed to the nines showing up at these fancy pants bars. Um, and then on the ride home, we came around a corner and saw a couple of dive bars. And those places were... Those
1: places were having Sunday fun day. packed. Yeah.
0: Absolutely packed. So maybe it was a throwover from from like, all the people who stuck around for the late football game. And they just kept going. But I was shocked. I'm like, I can't believe it. Looked like there was at least a hundred people in one of these dive bars. And they were spilling out into the street. Couldn't tell you the name of it. it saved my life though. That's food. <laughs> we right. Didn't talk right. At all about the food. Um,
1: personal safety.
0: We haven't run into it yet, but Florida has a reputation for a place where you kind of need to mind yourself if you're a traveler. There's, I don't think there's a whole lot of like serious violent crime i do think that florida is known for having some pretty bad stats when it comes to like petty crime so like thefts or robberies or stuff like that they i think they're one of the worst states in the union suffering from like the opioid epidemic so there's a fair amount of drug use that i think it also it's a huge state so there's you know even the waitress here said keep an eye on your credit card don't Know, don't let this sit out. It's like that could be a tank of gas for somebody, and and I guess that's what happens here. But all that being said, if you come here as a tourist, I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of that. You stay by the beach, you go to the, you know, the tourist trap restaurants or you, the places where other hordes of people are going. You relax, mind your business, have a good time. Most of the people are friendly. I think ridiculously friendly. Now, come to think of it,
1: well, that leads into friendliness of locals.
0: Yeah, a lot nicer. And obviously i anything I say when it comes to friendliness of locals needs to be taken with like a grain of salt because I might be the unfriendliest local known to man mm mm-hmm. Um but no, so people
1: I, just look at you, you think they're nice
0: well, when they're nice to me, I think that they're they're about to con me mm-hmm. that's that's this weird you know shield or defense mechanism you develop from living in New York City for too long. is that when people are nice to you, you think that they're trying to scam you. Um, But here, I think people are just genuinely nice because it's such a laid-back, chill atmosphere.
1: So, I agree with that. Um, I think we've already touched on the weather. It's sunny. It's beautiful. It's ungodly hot sometimes. The humidity really gets to you. Impressively hot in the summer. When we went for like a a mile-and-a-half walk the other day, it really messed me up a little bit. Um, You just, I mean, you get really dehydrated easily. So, I love the sunshine, but it is kind of hard to be... Active and productive, I find, with that type of humidity. Meanwhile, we
0: see people jogging.
1: Oh, yeah. They're used to it. I'm not used to it. Okay. So, uh, cuisine we covered, stretching a dollar slash cost.
0: I feel like stuff is generally cheaper down here. But then again, we usually show up as tourists. Right. So, I feel like every meal we've had, we're dropping no less than $70 after tip.
1: A lot of meal, not ever, not every meal by any means. I think we've had a lot of like fifty dollars meals. I'd say for the two of us, so twenty five dollars a person with everything.
0: Yeah, not. So I think that again, if we lived here, no. right, it'd be a different story. You'd find your local spots where you can get like a ten dollar meal, mm-hmm. right, and it not, and it'd be good quality, and you wouldn't be paying through the nose.
1: What about cultural diversity?
0: Uh, again, with the tourist trap spots, you're going to see pretty much the same flavor everywhere you go. But the fact that you've got the ocean nearby. So you have like all this. You have this big, you know, obviously the fish scene driving all the cuisine. And so you have like the, the blue, a heavy blue collar mix. I don't know. This is a tough one because Florida is like the weirdest little melting pot. I think in America, because you have so many imports from all over the place. You've got these stalwarts that are hardcore Southerners. And then you got, you know, the Miami scene, you've got a lot of big money down here, but it's all like stacked on top of each other. So you have multimillionaires, you know, pulling their yachts up next to somebody's like rickety shrimp catching boat or something. So if you want some culture and some flavor, it's easy to seek out. But at the same time, if you're coming down as a tourist and you're just doing Disney and, and doing the beach at Fort Lauderdale or going to, like, the retirement communities in West Palm <laughs> or in Tampa, you're not, you're not going to get a taste of any of that. But in Miami, there's a great Cuban culture, mm. right? Um, and whether it's just the food or the music, but um, a lot of Spanish influences from South America, which definitely makes it kind of a hop in place. Everything runs a little bit later. Everyone's a bit more animated and lively. So I think that bleeds into the culture around here. But then you've also got your geriatric community, which slows everything down. So it's an interesting interesting little balance. Well, I can't call them you're shaking your head. I can't call them geriatrics. Okay. No. What would you call them?
1: People who retire here. Old farts. There's a nice way to say it. Okay friendliness of locals (laughs) (laughs) so last ones here access to nature and natural beauty it's a different kind of access to nature i'd say you have the beach which is i think the most beautiful thing and all you really need there are no hills which is different it's all flatland waterways everywhere a lot of swamp area a lot of alligators so it's very different kind of natural beauty
0: well, we're right next to like some sort of state park. We didn't even wander through it, mm-hmm. but it looks like it's all, you know, jungly, swamp, mm-hmm. marsh, wetlands. Mm-hmm. But it's got like bike trails running through it, and I think there's even like a little picnic area that we saw from the road. Mm-hmm. Families out there grilling out, having a barbecue, all about it. it.
1: So, in all, fans of Florida,
0: yeah. On a scale of one to ten,
1: still come back here.
0: You still come back. But like on one to ten, you give it like a seven, a hard eight? I'd six give it
1: and an eight. Half. I think actually that number's climbing every time I come back.
0: Could you could you do you want to order another round? Two uh-huh. more? Two more. Obligatory obligatory pause for station identification. <laughs> <laughs> this message is this show is brought to you by Land Shark Beer. <laughs> and we're running low. It's like when it gets to the bottom of the cup and it starts getting warm. I feel bad. Need so, another one. Yeah. It's like I almost don't want to finish it because it's not as good as the the top have, of it. We
1: have three cups three, that are at the same level. <laughs> yeah, that have like
0: 25% left in each of them. <laughs> so I'm going to drink, and you, you recap Florida.
1: No, I think we both love it. I think the cost of living factor is very advantageous here, so it's something we'd consider. And I love the beach and the heat. It kind of gets to me, but I'd rather be hot than cold. So I could deal with it.
0: So I guess like like when we say scale of one to ten, could you live here? Could you see yourself living here?
1: I think I could live a lot of places, and I think this is probably one of them.
0: Could you see raising a family here?
1: I mean, I think the hurricane factor is really scary. I didn't grow up with that. That is like totally – I mean, some people get really scared by earthquakes. That doesn't faze me at all. But the fact that earthquakes wipe out cities – once a year here it's just i mean that's such a risk
0: hurricanes you said hu- earthquakes oh i'm sorry yeah.
1: hurricanes
0: yeah well that's lately once a year it feels like but i don't know if that's statistics true. so
1: that so that makes it tough to like yeah. actually settle down by a house like put a commitment here
0: on a landmass that's sinking thank you very much we'll keep those coming
1: now we have five cups on the table
0: now we have five cups So I could totally live here. I could probably do it for a healthy stretch, maybe five, seven years. But part of the reason I'd be doing it is so that I can save some coin Mm -hmm. for whatever the next adventure is. I could totally do that. Yeah. So if someone were to visit, let's say someone were to visit Florida and they're not from America, where would you tell them to go to first? Like to spend three days before they go anywhere else? You're going to say Key West?
1: Ah. I want to say Key West, but I also feel like the beach is such a big part of Florida.
0: So which beach then?
1: I'd probably say a mix between Fort Lauderdale and Miami for your first time here.
0: Cool. All right, Mm. you heard it first, kids. Coming to the states, I don't know. I'd send them to St. Augustine, just because it's like off the beaten path. I feel like there's not as many people there. And if you're going to ease into a trip, start there. You'll have a good time. If you're coming with friends, right, or even if you're not, I feel like it's such a, a cool place. You could post up somewhere with live music, and within an hour, you'll mm-hmm. have made friends with the table sitting next to you. I don't know if that'll happen in Miami. I feel like everyone's in their own self-absorbed little world taking selfies in the bathroom to put on Instagram. I don't think you see a whole lot of that in northern Florida. Yeah, hit Saint Augustine. That's my recommendation for someone coming in from outside of the States. Great. Cool. Alright, so I think that'll that's a good wrap. I think we we crushed Florida. We clearly don't know shit <laughs> about the
1: state. <laughs> Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening. Check us out, guys. Thanks. Bye.